Last week, I had a number of conversations in several different places, mostly within a clubhouse room, all about our purpose. And I was asked, I was, well, I think I get to that later. But it seemed to be a question that a lot of people were wrestling with. And it's a normal human question. So we're going to talk about and pray through that today. So if you think others in your social network might be struggling to find their purpose and to know why they're here and what they should be doing, now would be the perfect time to share this broadcast. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 93. We are closing in on 100. I should think of something really exciting to do for 100. I don't know what that would be, but I have to think about that. I guess I have seven more episodes to figure that out. We're going to pray together about our purpose today, but before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of what we call worship prayer, and we are praying through the names of God. We're back to that. Last week, we took a short little break from that. This week, we have one that is El Elyon. Now, El Elyon means the God Most High. El is a shortened form of Elohim, often used as a name of God with another word that emphasizes something specific about God's character. So here we have the emphasis on God's extreme sovereignty and majesty and his highest preeminence over everything else. It can also be translated as the most exalted God. El Elyon occurs 28 times in the Old Testament. 19 times in Psalms, and we are going to read the very first occurrence today. Actually, it's the first three, and the fourth one is just a few verses after this. It occurs in this very concentrated area four times, the first time it appears in the Old Testament. Now, this story is that a group of kings had seized Sodom, which was where Lot was living, and Abram had taken a group of about 300 trained men, defeated these kings at night, and rescued Lot and others And when they returned, he was met by the king of Sodom. And we pick up there. This is Genesis chapter 14, verses 18 through 20. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest to God most high. He blessed them and said, Abram is blessed by God most high, creator of heaven and earth and blessed be God most high, who has handed over your enemies to you. If this name is familiar, Melchizedek is not one of those names that you hear all the time. And we know that in the New Testament, it says Jesus is a king and priest on the order of Melchizedek in both of those um, functions. He has both of those functions within him, king and priest. And that was the same as, as Melchizedek. He was king of Salem. He was also a priest. So let's just pray through that and honor God for being El Elyon, the God most high this morning. Father, I come to you with these friends out here, and we want to honor you this morning. We come because you are God most high, and we acknowledge you as that, as over all the things in our lives. So often we want to hold on to things, control of our, controlling them ourselves. And today we just want to open our hands and give those things to you. Acknowledge that you are the God Most High, El Elyon, with preeminence over our whole lives, over all of the nations and kingdoms of earth and of my very own world. As close as it gets and as big as it gets within our our world, 
you are king over it all. We acknowledge you for that today, and we honor you for that today. We worship you for that today. We do thank you that Jesus was able to bridge that gap between us, that his sacrifice allows me to be here talking to you in this way today. And I thank you for that. And I appreciate the fact that I can also do this in public with people all across the country, all across the world. And I'm grateful for that opportunity. And I ask as we go through this time that you would use it in each of our lives, that you would change our hearts to be more like Jesus today than we were yesterday, that you would use this prayer time to teach us and guide us and to answer these prayers in mighty ways. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to be in the New Testament today for the second part of this morning's broadcast. We're going to be in Matthew 22. And my husband and I, we host a clubhouse room. I mentioned this at the very beginning. We host a clubhouse room each weekday morning. So if you're on clubhouse, we would love for you to join us. And if you want to be, I actually have a handful of invites if you are an iPhone user. If you are already there, find me at Michelle Hill, at Michelle Hill. But the point of this is that Last week, we were talking about purpose quite a bit, and I was asked, this is not a faith-based room, but I was asked whether faith-based people have a harder or easier time connecting with their purpose in life. It was an interesting question. It kind of came out of left field. I was not expecting that question. And it sparked several different conversations in different environments for the rest of that day. And as I asked a few other people how they would answer it, and as I thought about it, I thought, let's pray through that for the next few weeks. We've been, we've started the year with seeking. Last few weeks, we've been talking about listening. And this next week or two, we're going to talk about our purpose and what is what's our outflow of that seeking and listening. My answer in that room that day was that on one level, I do think it's easier because we have macro purposes on a large overall general level that we all share as believers. They're found in scripture and that's what we're going to pray through this week, maybe next week as well. Some of the passages about those macro purposes and a micro level though, how those purposes find expression in each of our lives through how God has designed us each specifically and the specific plans that he has for us, the circumstances, gifts, skills, and talents that he has given us is a very individual journey. And today we're going to be praying through the macro side. Matthew 22, 34 through 40. Now this, you will probably recognize this. Most of the passages, if not all of them, that we're going to pray through in this small series are going to be very familiar because they're often, they're often quoted. So the first one, Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40, says, When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him, said, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and prophets. This is a macro purpose for us. Love God love others. So let's pray through that sequence today and thinking about it as our individual purposes. Father, I am immensely grateful for scripture, that you have given us your words that teach us and instruct us and guide us and all the things that it does for us. 
And we find in it our purpose in so many ways. I so appreciate that we have it to refer to and to guide us. And in this case, to answer these existential questions that we ask, what is our purpose? Why am I here? And one of your basic reasons that you give us is that we are to love you and love others. If you learned the Westminster Shorter Catechism in your growing up days in the church, and the very first answer is to love God and glorify him forever, enjoy him forever. Glorify God enjoy and enjoy him forever. I'll get this right. To glorify God and enjoy him forever. And I ask this morning that as we think about that, as we think about loving you and glorifying you and loving others, that we would just be reminded that we have a fresh perspective on that as a purpose in our lives and what that means on a day-to-day basis. Who are you putting in my life that I can love today? In my case, I am stuck within these walls this morning, but I am also speaking with a number of people online today. And I pray that you would light my heart with a need to love them. And you would light my heart with the ability to love you. So I can't do any of these things without your provision isn't exactly what I want to say, but it, it is that too. Without your spirit within me, I can't do it. I can't do anything without you. So even in these basic commands, these basic foundational purposes for my life, I need you. And I acknowledge that right now. I can't do this on my own. I need you. Help me to do it well. Help me to love you as you have designed me to love you, but to do that consistently and with devotion and with commitment. We love you. Help us love you better. Help me to love others better. Help that love for you and my gratitude for the gift that you have given me of life, of redemption, spill out into a capacity to love other people lavishly, extraordinarily, far beyond anything that could be motivated by self-interest. Help me do that well. As we kind of move through our lives for the rest of this day and we go throughout this week, I ask you to really bring that back to our hearts. Light the fire in us. Speak to our hearts when, and, and let us hear you say, this is one of those moments, Michelle. This is one of those moments when I'm asking you to love well, whether that's with our children or our spouse or our family or our friends or people we have never met that need help, that need love. Bring us into those situations. Help us realize them and then give us the ability to love lavishly. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all so much for being with me today. I so appreciate your presence with me in this time. If you're watching with me on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we will be back again on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central. I would love it if you would come back, bring a friend that you might think would benefit from joining us in prayer as well. If you're a podcast listener, thank you for subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend that allows more voices to join with us in prayer as well. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life and business. And my heart is that as we pray together, you and I do this twice a week, that God would grow us in our prayer lives and He would use this time to direct you in your life as He directs me in mine. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are speaking. Amen. Amen.